I'm your boy KB, Stay Fresh of the Stay Fresh Lifestyle. And you've tuned in to this week's episode of The Refresh, the number one podcast that's going to motivate, encourage, and inspire you. Are y'all ready? Well, let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Refresh Podcast, the number one podcast for uh, refreshing you, um, you know, encouraging, motivating, inspiring you. Listen, it's been a wonderful uh, 2021 thus far. Just came off a 21 day fast um, that I participated in with my family and my extended church family at Transformation Church. It was wonderful. I mean, I heard so much from God. Um, some A lot of great things happened in those days. Uh, so expect some testimony to come pretty soon. But um, let me tell you, man, that does not come without testing. And so now I feel like I'm in this testing phase of everything I just fasted about. So y'all pray for ya, boy. Man, oh man. Um like I said, we, my wife and I, have, we we're we're doing, we're working on a project and this project is probably one of the biggest projects we've done, uh, since we've been married outside of our wedding. And so, uh, it is just, you know, like I said, I, I don't think God has you do anything and, and, and commit to something without him testing you to make sure that it's stuck. And, and not that you won't, you know, have your, your, your moments where you may fall or you may fall short. I mean, we're human. I mean, we're going to have those those times. But, you know, I think the the only way you get to know if something is in your heart is, is if you test it. You know, if you take a math test and, um, you know, I should say if you take a math class, but you never get tested, the teacher will never know if you fully understood what you know, you're supposed to be learning. And so there's some, there's a podcast previously. Uh, I think it's in our faith series that we talked about, you know, um, God putting us through the fire and and refining us. And, and, and that's what tests do. They refine you. They, they pull out all the impurities, you know, the things that, you know, maybe still be lingering, that fleshly thing that still may be lingering. That's what, that's what, that's what the fire does. And so, you know, your boy KB stay fresh. Feel like he might be in the fire right now. And uh if you can just say a prayer for me, man, that that I passed this test. I'm feeling good and I'm feeling you know, I'm feeling like my relationship with God has definitely grown through those uh 21 days of fasting. But um we're going to find out in our make room Bible study that we're doing together um about fasting. So let's get to it make room. This is part two, man. We got, we got about two more episodes of make room. And I, and I'm, listen, this is an interactive, uh, Bible study where I need you guys to take notes and, and to find out, you know, ask yourself these questions and really dig deep and, and, and find out, you know, are you really making room for God? Because I'm going to be honest with you. If you are like me, probably not you're probably not making enough room for God. 
And that's okay. It's it's good to notice those things and then, you know, go go in a direction where you're trying to fix it and correct it. Um, to notice it and then just keep doing what you're doing, that's not good. But I've been a Christian following Christ, you know, all my life. And I can guarantee you, I still need to make more room for him. And so let's find out how. So if you have your list of priorities that we went through last week, uh, I want you to go through them. And when you look through that list, you probably find yourself thinking, you know, dang, my life is full. I have so many things that I need to do. So many things that I want to do, you know, like me, I got about 5,000 things on my list that I want to do and, you know, daily things that I should do. Um, uh, but you know, you may be asking yourself, well, how do I make room for God? You know, with all these things for me to do. And, and, and let me tell you everything that I probably have on my list to do that I want to do or should do is not things that I think just came from me. Some of these things I really think God put in my heart to do. And so it's like, okay, Lord, you want me to do all these things, but how, how, how am I still supposed to make room for you? Well, that's a good question. And that's where fasting comes in. Fasting, if you don't know, is the act of giving something up so that you can make room for God. Unfortunately, fasting is a spiritual discipline that a lot of people don't fully understand. So it can be hard to appreciate how valuable it really is. Let's take a quick sidebar and talk about the spiritual disciplines. So spiritual disciplines are those things that we do to help us stay in tune with the things of God. As Christians or Christ followers, we know that we are accepted by Jesus because of his grace and not because of our own good works. At the same time, we know that being a Christian or a Christ follower isn't just about praying one prayer. Being a Christian is choosing to follow Jesus every day. A common word to describe a follower of Jesus is the word disciple. And an interesting thing about the word disciple, which is another word for follower, is that it shares the same root word as discipline. The takeaway, spiritual disciplines help us become better disciples. I'm going to say that again. Spiritual disciplines help us become better disciples. Spiritual disciplines will not make God love you anymore. There's nothing you can do that will make God love you any more or any less. So, you know, contrary to popular belief, if you give a homeless person a dollar, God doesn't look at you and say, hey, good job. Extra five points for you. On the flip side is that if you sleep with somebody outside of marriage, you know, you're dating. God doesn't look at you and say, hey, negative 10 points for that. You know, that's not how God operates. Um, there are things that we can do that makes him not happy, but it won't make him love us any less. Um, spiritual disciplines will help you love God more and help you better live the life that he has created for you to live. Even Jesus practices spiritual disciplines. Now, listen, the scripture we're going to read today is probably one of the best stories in the Bible. I mean, there's so many. But today's scripture story is I wish they would make a movie off of it because it's so dope. So Jesus practiced spiritual disciplines. Yes, that Jesus, God in human form, the King of kings and Lord of lords. He prayed. He studied scripture. He spent time with Christians. He even served people and the man fasted. 
Fasting is a spiritual discipline that involves giving something up so that we can make more room for God. So if you didn't know what fasting is, that's what fasting is. It's a spiritual discipline that involves giving something up so that we can make more room for God. Fasting helps us make room for God to work in us and through us. We live in a world today where people are busier than ever, especially if you have kids, if you in school. I know a lot of our audience are, are, are in school, you know, college, high school. Some of us have have graduated. Now we, you know, hustling and bustling on our newfound job. I mean, that's that's life for for most people right away. But that's why fasting is more important than ever. At a time in history when people's lives are full of more things than ever, fasting helps us to create space for what is most important. And that most important thing is our relationship with God, because that is eternal. Everything else on this earth is going to pass away, including you and me. So the challenge I want you guys to do for our next time that we meet is I want you to choose one thing to fast from, to give up for at least the next two weeks. Ask yourself this question. What is one thing that I can give up that will help me make room for God? If you're not sure what to fast from, here are some suggestions, but I suggest you pray and ask God to really show you, like, God, what is it that you know always gets in the way of me spending time with you? So some suggestions are social media, YouTube, sweets. I love some sweets. Fast food, complaining, swearing, or secular music. <clears throat> now, all of those things, I could, I could probably definitely, <laughs> I could, I could probably really give up all of those things. Um, I wouldn't say one or one or the other probably takes up more time, but for me, I would probably say social media takes up the most time because um, I have a business. And most of my business is run through social media by me posting. And, and so sometimes I feel like I can make that excuse of, well, I, I, I need to be on there. I need to be on there. But even if that's the case, whenever I get on, then I, I, I notice that I find myself aimlessly scrolling through um, people's timelines and feeds and looking at stuff and which could be more time spent with God. You know, it, it's that easy. It's that easy that we get caught up into saying we don't have time for God, but literally the time that we do have, we just use it probably doing stuff that we don't really have to do. So um, take take away some of those things and and write down what happens while you're fasting. That is one of the best things to do is to journal while you're fasting because I guarantee you, if you really take time. And what you'll do is you'll create a, a book or memories of what God said to you in that time when you took away things that distracted you to hear from him. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that my friends listening uh, near and far would find trust and solitude and fasting, Father, and trust that you will take care of them, Lord, when uh, they remove distractions, Father, and may find themselves at a point of weakness, Lord, because we know the devil likes to come in when when we're down and, and when our mind is wandering or racing, Father. But I pray that you would put 
in place, God, guardrails, Lord, for our minds to be focused on you, Lord, and that um, if the devil comes and if the enemy comes to to um, distract us and, and tempt us, Lord, that you would be right there with us, Lord, um, and that you would give us the words to say um, to those distractions, Father, just as Jesus said to the devil while he was tempting him, Lord, give us the strength, the courage to believe in you, to believe on you, to believe that all things are possible through you, Lord. Give us the courage to believe that in our weakness, Lord, you are made strong and that you will take care of us, Father. I thank you for those words that we've read today, Lord, the Bible, the, the words from the Bible, Lord, uh, the, the things that we know to be true, Father. And if um, if anyone is listening that is a new a new follower of Christ, Lord, I pray that those words gave them encouragement to know that, God, you are always with us, Lord, and that your word is forever living, Lord. It cannot return to you void and that you cannot go back on your promises, Father. And thank you, Lord, for us having trust in you. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that everyone lived a refreshed life. Amen. So that's it, y'all. Man, I, I, I really pray that you tap into fasting. Even if you can't do two weeks, try to do three days. Um, just give God three days and, and see what happens. If you can, do a week. If you can, do two weeks. Um, you don't have to jump out and do 21 days, especially if it's your first time, y'all. Um, and, and that that's one of the things that the enemy's going to do. He's going to make you think that you can't do it. And all I'm saying is give God three days. Give God three days of undevoted time to him. Remove distractions and see what he has to say to you. So until next week, man, we'll pick up again and we'll uh, keep going in this make room. Um Bible study. I'm enjoying it. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about putting God first. So let's do it. I'll catch you back here next Saturday on the refresh. Man, y'all go live the refresh life and stay fresh.